SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. I'm Brad Brown. Thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, another busy show lined up. We're going to be chatting uh, to uh, Mamalodi Sundowns following their victory last night. We'll also be touching base with Banyana Banyana. And so uh, we'll be talking some super rugby as we find out what's happening at the Lions. But let's start with uh, news making headlines. And uh, it is big news from Wimbledon. Last year's runner up, Gabri Muguruza, has been knocked out in the second round. Yana Sepalova, uh, Knocked or stunned the world number two in straight set six three six two. Kainishi Kori has advanced to the third round following his four six six four six four six two win over Julian Benatar. But we'll chat to Chris Bowers, who is at uh, the All England Club, in just a moment. Find out exactly what is happening in uh, London. Mamalodi Sundowns coach Peter Mosimani says even though their 2-1 win over in Yimba last night in Attridgeville wasn't pretty, he'll take the points. Goals from Leonard Castro and Wayne Irons have sealed the deal for the Brazilians. Despite the win, the coach uh, was disappointed that they didn't keep a clean sheet. At this point in time, in the Champions League, who cares? We want the, people, we want the goal. But you know what's the funny part? The funny part is the goal they scored. I saw it before also because they scored the same, exactly the same goal. When they played last week, was it last week Wednesday? Abia, they scored exactly the same goal from the same guy in the same position, number 16. And we told Kigen, when the corner kick went, he says, be careful, he's coming there. Kigen was there, but he thought Wayne Aarons got the ball and he, he moved out for a, for a quick break on counter-attack and the ball fell for the guy. And that guy strikes them, man. Eh? It's not the first time, man. Eh? He strikes it there. Sundowns now top the group level on points of Zamalek the two te- with two teams advancing to the semi-finals. Mosimane, who spent a four-year deal uh, with the Brazilians following that win, says it's now up to themselves and the Egyptians to ensure that Inyimba don't bounce back after a poor start. I think the Egyptians are also happy with the results because uh, it's obvious we have to team up now against Inyimba because these two teams have to go through. I mean, that's business now. We have to keep Inyimba there and both of us, uh, we should be happy. And I think the match will be decided, in my opinion, here, when we play uh, Zamalek. And that's the match where one of us has to say who, who, who tops the group. Sundown's next face, a tricky trip to Egypt to play Zamalek on the 17th of July. Lots of transfer news to report on. Banyana Banyana goalkeeper Roxanne Park has spent a one-year deal with Dutch outfit SC Herenfien Frouwen in the women's Eredivisie. Swedish striker Zlatan Ibrahimovic has confirmed uh, he's moving to Manchester United on his social media uh, feed. Watford has signed a five-year deal with striker Jerome Sinclair from Liverpool. And Australian international midfielder Aaron Mui has uh, joined Manchester City on a three-year deal from Melbourne City. Big one, Brazilian striker Hulk has joined Chinese club Shanghai SIPG from Zenit St. Petersburg. That deal worth nearly 56 million euros. And uh, looking at some cricket news, the South African under-19s have drawn their second news test against Sri Lanka today. And to some Olympics news, Michael Phelps became the first U.S. male swimmer to qualify for five Olympic Games with a win in the 200-meter butterfly at the U.S. trials. Meanwhile, Leanne Pace has uh, withdrawn her name for consideration for the South African Olympic golf team due to concerns over the Zika virus. Some other golf news, European tours coming from France this week and Lucas Berejard leads the French Open after an opening round 60 He's five under par. He has a one-stroke advantage over Thomas Peters from Belgium. Brandon Stone's leading South African. He's three off the pace on two under after shooting an opening 69. And finally, as the quest continues uh, to make the sport safer, Ferrari are planning to test the latest version of Formula One's prototype head protection device in practice uh, at the Austrian Grand Prix. I'm Brad Brown for SAFM Sport. We'll chat tennis next.
SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, let's go to Wimbledon now, where the big news is on the ladies' side. Uh, second seat is out. Chris Bowers joins us now. Chris, that's a huge shock. Yes, in the last 15 minutes, Gavini Muguruza, French Open champion, runner-up here last year, has been beaten by Jana Cepalova from Slovakia. And frankly, uh, it was as much Muguruza beaten by herself. She played an awful match. I uh, didn't seem to know quite what she was doing. Certainly she had no plan B when plan A didn't work. Final score, 6-3, 6 um, had plenty of opportunities. She just didn't play it all well. And, uh, looked at the shadow of the player who was so confident last year here and so confident in winning the French Open. But it's been a massive day for the, uh, the, the women's singles who've lost the second seed. The seventh seed, Belinda Bench, had just gone out. That was a, an injury to her left wrist. Probably not going to be too serious, but she said you know, she just couldn't play at a decent level. Uh, so she went out and lost the... Uh, uh, 14th and 15th seeds as well, um, Samantha Sosa and Carolina Fliskova. So a lot of carnage in the women's event. And uh, just the one major name to go in the men's, David Ferrer. Um, but, uh, you, you know, I'm not sure how big a defeat that is these days, given that Ferrer is now down to the, uh, the 13th seed here. Yeah, he's definitely not in the best of form. But uh, someone who is a, a contender, Kai Shikori, he's, he's through and a uh, pretty decent match today. Although he lost the first set, he bounced back nicely. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't quite sure whether he was fully fit in the first set, but I suppose with Nishikori, we're never sure if he's fully fit because, because he's one of the smaller guys on the circuit. And, you know, if you think of the dominance of Asia in many sports, they haven't really dominated in tennis, perhaps uh, the exception of the women Chinese players. Um, he has to work so hard just to, uh, to keep his place up there that he normally carries some sort of injury, but he seems to come through that okay. He said he was fit at the end. He beat Giotimo in full set. He's the fifth seed. And, yeah, you know, um, he could be a factor in this tournament. Certainly, uh, I'd better be getting to the quarterfinals. One of the hometown favourites, Annie Murray's on court at the moment. How's he looking? I mean, uh, he's... The old saying, you don't... Uh, you can't win a Grand Slam in the first week. You can only lose it. Um, he's been patchy. Uh, he's playing Yen Sun Lu. Um, he had a breakdown in the first set, but he came through and won that first set comfortably and, you know, looks relatively untroubled without looking particularly at his best. You know, he has to be there fully focused to, to be the guy for whom this is a cup final, but, you know, Murray just wants to get through unscathed and, uh, you know, he's on course for that. Who else we got to look forward to today? I know Rain has played a part over the last few days, uh, still playing catch up, or have we managed to catch up all the, all the, the, the games and matches that, that were behind? Well, about um, five hours ago, we got the first round completed, which should really happen on Tuesday night, and on Thursday afternoon. Um, we won't get everything done, um, but it could well be that we'll be up to schedule by the end of tomorrow. Uh, you know, and some first round matches weren't completed till today. I mean, second round matches have to be played tomorrow, which is the day that the third round should start. But, you know, it's been largely dry today. We haven't lost any time to uh, rain. In fact, we had an extra half hour on the outside courts. Few spots of rain, but it didn't really affect play. And um, the weather forecast for tomorrow looks reasonable, though the overall picture is still rather unsettled. Fantastic. Chris Bowers coming to us live from Wimbledon. Chris, thank you very much for that. We'll have a wrap of the night's matchups tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Witten, so make sure you tune in for that. But uh, if you missed it, big news, second seeds and runner-up last year, as well as uh, the current French Open champion, Gabriel Muguruza, is out. Second round casualty. Uh, yeah, huge, huge loss that. Uh, coming up next, uh, we'll chat uh, some football. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource.
You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader. And as you heard on PM Live this afternoon, Banyana Banyana goalkeeper Roxanne Parker has uh, signed a deal with the Dutch outfit in the Eredivisie, SC Jerenveen Froen. And uh, we're joined now by the goalkeeper. Roxanne, welcome on to SFM Sports Chat this evening. First of all, congratulations on the contract. You must be pretty chuffed. It's a, it's a very good league to be playing in. Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, thanks. I'm I'm pretty excited to go, so <laughs> I actually can't wait. But I have to keep my mind set on the Olympics first. Yeah, I, I, that's something I wanted to chat about because that's on your immediate horizon. But let's let's talk about this deal and 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 the importance of or for you personally to to be able to apply your trade in Europe. It's not your first uh, foray overseas. Uh, you you've played in in the states of it as well. But uh, it, it must be exciting to go and and play in one of the the strongest leagues in the world. Uh, yeah, it's it is pretty exciting, and um, I also played in in Iceland previously, but it's a different kind of league. I think a lot more technical, and um, I think they have a lot better training there as well in terms of goalkeeping. So I think I'll learn a lot this coming season. It sounds it sounds super super exciting. Uh, as far as your immediate horizon, you mentioned the Olympic Games. It's your second Olympics. That, that I mean, so much excitement. It, I mean, obviously with the new contract, but the Olympics is pretty big deal as well. Uh, yeah, it's huge. And, and even before the Olympics, we're playing the, the U.S. Um, just in in July um, on the ninth. So that's that's also something to to play the number one team in the world is is just such an opportunity. As, as far as the preparations have been going, you, you've had a, a couple of matches, obviously, with the, the qualifiers that you've, you've just come out of, but uh, things going according to plan for, for you and the rest of the team? Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, our coach, Vera, she has put together such a good program for us um, where we get to play um, uh, European teams and obviously the United States, and I think that helps us a lot this time because the last Olympics, we didn't actually get to play um, any other European national teams. We went to Germany, but we only played a club team. And we, we did have a camp in, in Brazil last time, but we also just played a club team there. So this time I feel like we've had the opportunity to test ourselves against these strong opponents, which is going to put us in a, um, just in a better place for the coming Olympics. As far as mindset and confidence goes, going into this Olympics as opposed to to London 2012, how are you personally feeling going into this one? I feel a lot better coming into this one. Um, just I I trust Vera so much in um, the plan that she has for us, and I mean she comes. I mean before every game, she'll come with um, like exact instructions of what how she wants us to play, and. It, I don't know, it helps so much knowing that there's someone who's so intelligent about the game, um, just helping us coming up with a game plan and, um, and who also has so much experience herself. Um, I think that gives me a lot of confidence. The core of, of that South African team is, has also very much stayed the same for, for a while now. And continuity is a, a big thing in football. And, and, and you mentioned trust and how much you trust Vera. But uh, it, it's big, particularly as a goalkeeper, trusting your defense and trusting the rest of the team to, to stick to the structures and the systems. It, it must also fill you with confidence going into a tournament like the Olympics, knowing that the players you've got uh, by your side and in, in front of you. Um, definitely. Uh yeah, most of the, a lot of the girls were in the last Olympics, and um, 
just when I when I watch them fighting on the field, it gives me like a lot of energy myself, just because a lot of my teammates are so tiny, <laughs> like compared to a lot of the European girls who are the like very big and physical. My teammates are are small and very technical and skillful, which um, that's something I think that Europe doesn't have as much as the the skill in South Africa is just completely you know much better. But so just watching them like out there fighting against these big physical girls and and you know actually like doing so well against them, it it gives me a lot of. I don't know, I guess energy to to fight for my teammates as well. I love that. Roxanne, for people who don't know much about you and your background, where, where did you grow up and, and where did this love for football sort of uh, germinate from? Where did it all start for you? Um, well, I I moved from Peter Mansburg when I was six to the States. Um, and I started playing soccer when I was eight, I guess, because um, my best friend played. And then if I wanted to hang out with her then I had to play soccer <laughs> so um and then from there I just fell in love with the sport and my mom was always really supportive because she could see I loved it um and then I I looked at it more as a way of also finding getting free education with it um and then after university I I still felt that I wasn't ready to give it up because I still have a love for the game and um just kept looking for opportunities to play, and this is, I guess, where it's led me. And the opportunities keep coming. Just finally to wrap, what, what are you looking forward to most about heading to, to the Netherlands after the Olympics and, and joining the new club? Uh, tell us tell us a little bit about uh, the club that you are joining and, and, and what you can expect. Um, well, I think it's a very young team, so I'm, I'm looking forward to just um, doing as much as I can for the team and I I like to end like I like to win, so I want to end in the top of the league, obviously. But we're going to be playing against Ajax Amsterdam and all these top teams. So I'm just excited, I guess, to play um, against this top opposition and see what we can do against them. Roxanne, thank you so much for joining us this evening here on SAFM. Best of luck in the, in the final run-in towards uh, Rio 2016 and the games and uh, and your future in, in Netherlands. And I hope uh, your career grows from strength to strength. We look forward to following your progress. Best of luck. Thanks so much. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Well, the big domestic football news uh, is uh, following last night's win in Atridgeville. Mamelodi Sundowns uh, picking up a very, very impressive uh, 2-1 win. It might not have been the prettiest of games, but uh, as the coach said following the the match, uh, a win is a win nonetheless. So three points it is for the Brazilians. And we join now by Acevedo Mbekile. Acevedo, welcome onto the show. First of all, congratulations on the win. You guys must be over the moon. Uh, Congratulations. Yes, we're very happy with the results. Even though it wasn't the best of the games that we played with them. Yes, we got, we got the points that we needed, and we we just gonna concentrate on the next game. As well, it's been a, a pretty interesting. Uh, I don't want to say preseason because you guys have been in the thick of it, but it's been a, an an interesting campaign in, in in regards to the fact that just the amount of drama surrounding it. Obviously, you guys weren't in, then you were in, and then you picked up a great win against them. Then they were disqualified, uh, and the disappointment of losing those points. But you you haven't let that phase you. You you've 
just getting on with the job. And I think that's just showing the, the professional nature of the setup at, at Mamelodi Sundowns. Yeah, um, we, we were a professional team and we, the players, uh, they know what they have to do. Um, we only had a week to prepare for, um, for, for, for the game against the team. So we, when we went off, we were training and then we came back, we did the job. Fortunately, they disqualified, but they, it was a good win for us. Even though those points don't count in the greater scheme of things, that win travelling away from home must have given you guys lots of confidence to, to start your campaign, to, to give you the belief that, that you can do this. Yes, um, it did give us something, because uh, remember they had won it, uh, I think, two seasons ago. Um, to get a win away and, uh, and with the, 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 the champions and, um, you, it gives you something that, uh, you can do it. Um, it gave us that belief that we can go all out and, and win the tournament. You talk about them being champions, but I mean, this group, when, when you, you look at on paper who is in that group, uh, I mean, Sundowns, and no disrespect to the club, are the underdogs. I mean, you, you've got three previous champions in that group. In Yimba are the champions of Nigeria. Uh, Zamalek are a great side in their own right. Do you think that took the pressure off, off you guys going into this? I, I think it did in a way. You know, um, no one gave us anything. You know, they thought uh, we were going to be eliminated, you know. Um, and also the fact that the, the three teams that have uh, won the competition, so it, it made it easy for us. And the win that we got in um, in, in in Algeria, um, it shows that we we can do it. It's uh, it's only on paper, on the field we we equal. With two teams going through to the semis from this group, with with the win now and, and obviously with everything that's happened, it does put you in in a really good position to make it through to the playoff spots. Are you looking that far ahead, or is is sight set just ne- on the next one trip to Egypt? Got to take on Zamalek. Um, we just got to concentrate on the next game. You know, um, obviously if we win the next game, we, we stand a good chance of of, of qualifying because if we win the the next game, we're gonna be six points. And, uh, and Inimba have, uh, have got zero points and they've played two games already. And they only need two games or so. So if, if, if they don't pick up, if they don't win against us, then we qualify for the next round. So, Villa, I get the sense that there's something special happening at Sundowns at the moment. I mean, if you, you guys had a, a wonderful league campaign, there's, there's just a, a, for me, from the outsider, a sense of, of family around the, around the club at the moment. And, and obviously the coach is doing something right. You, you must be enjoying your football playing, playing in that environment. Yes, we, we are all enjoying it. Um, and the coaches had a standard. Um, so we all have to follow the standard that they have set, you know. Um, he is a professional. He works hard. Um, all the coaches there, the people that he works with, um, they gave us everything that we needed. So, like when we play, uh, the video analysis, um, we, we get everything. The players that are dangerous, the players, the weakest, and the, in their teams. So we, we always on top of our, uh, they always on top of their game. So it happened to us also to, to, to work hard and get the results that we needed. Losing your captain with the move to, to Kaiser Chiefs, Ramaslu uh, Mpasele, big big loss for, for you guys. I mean, he was a, a towering character and, and, and just a, a, a fierce leader. He's going to be missed at, at Sundowns. Um, obviously, he was he's our captain. He was our captain. Um, he's a great player, great person also. 
Um, but we all professionals, we know this. Uh, we knew, we knew that uh, this time would come. Um, it would be, the same thing is going to happen next season where players will go and others will be coming in. So we we just have to concentrate on what we have to do and and and, and work out and get the results. Asvela, once again, congratulations uh, on that win last night. Uh, it doesn't, I don't think it matters uh, who, who you support in South African football. Uh, we're extremely proud of what uh, Mamelodi Sundowns are doing in the CAF Champions League and, and may it continue. We, we, we hope and uh, we hope that you can pick up a, a gold star. I think it would be amazing. It would be great. Uh, we we want to be the best in Africa. So this is the start. Um, hopefully we will get the start. Asvela Mbekele joining us here on SAFM Sport Chat. Thanks for your time. Okay, thank you. SAFM Sports Wrap. On to some rugby now. Lions coach Johan Ackermans, hopeful that his team has not lost fluency that they had before the June international break ahead of their Vodacom Super Rugby clash against the Sharks at Emirates Airline Park on Saturday. Ackermans says continuity will be a challenge facing every team in the competition, but he has been satisfied with what the players have been doing at training this week. Yeah, hopefully the continuity will be there because you can't, you know... Uh, think that the guys will uh, lose everything after playing the amount of games together like they did for the, and then that few weeks we think, uh, well I believe that match fitness at least for, for most of the guys will be okay, it's just to get back to, in that unity and that uh, you know fluency that we had before the break and uh, that will be a challenge for all the teams uh, but I'm, I've got the confidence that the guys you know, um, will, will start in well, we could see Tuesday's training and this morning's training already um, back to where we're quite satisfied with the training um, but training and playing is two different things but it, uh, it's, it's challenging in the past we never had um, so much players away from, from the system um, we always managed them in-house and now we have to manage them coming from, from with, with outside but like I said it looked, it looked good on the training field I command to admit to that losing captain Warren Whiteley to injury for the rest of the season is a huge blow to the team, but he says they've developed enough leaders in the past few seasons to ensure that new captain Yaku Krill has the necessary support from within the team. Whiteley injured his shoulder while on national team duty against Ireland and has been ruled out for six weeks, which effectively is what's left of Super Rugby. Any team will miss Warren. Uh, we're not going to make a secret about that. Um, for, for numerous reasons, uh, first of all, he's been part of the Lions um, game the last two, three years, so, and he's one of our leaders and, he's, and he was the captain, but we've experienced that last year with our team. We had to play Curry Cup with our team and, and Yaku, you know, did a tremendous job and grew as a captain and meanwhile we also had other guys like Ross Grenier and Foff and Lionel and all those guys who, who developed as leaders but also uh, build up more experience and that's where I'm going to rely on those senior players to, to take the team forward and they must just follow uh, Yaku you know he's done it fast in the past and like I said he, uh, we'll always miss Warren for the, for the uh, player that he is the amount of work that he does on the field but we, we, we always said it's going to be a squat effort you know um, Ruan and Carl has done good work for us uh, this whole Super Rappi and now it's an opportunity for them to step up as well as for, for Laurens Erasmus, who's going to get more game time now. Ackerman's son Ruan will take over from Whiteley at number 8 and his selection over Clyde Brink was explained by Ackerman that Ruan's played number 8 in recent weeks for the Golden Lions side in the Curry Cup qualifiers and was good enough to deserve his spot in the side. 
Yeah, well, the last two games, while we were all in different places, uh, Ruan played eight against Griquas and against the Leopards, and he um, did very well for us there. And, uh, he's, you know, his line-out work is good, and also he brings different strengths than, than Warren. I don't think there's any player in our system that bring the attributes that Warren bring, but they bring different strengths and attributes. Uh, so it was a, a flip of the coin, but we feel that because uh, uh, Ross has played now with, with Ruan over the weekend and he's, he's settled at the number eight and he's, he played a lot of eight at his junior level, um, you know, we obviously can start it and as the weeks go by, we can always change, change it as it goes, but we feel that he deserves that opportunity to have that first not that eight. Akaman's hoping that the lessons and pressure experience with playing international rugby for most of his players will reinforce the belief that they have in each other as a team and will also rub off positively ahead of Saturday's game. I don't experience it that way. I truly I, I really believe the guys had a lot of belief bef- before, before the internationals, before the selection of who, who became Srimox, there was a lot of belief in the side of where we want to go to and, and the ability of the players around them. Um, we've got a, a lot of belief in, in every player that's in the squad. So my, my experience is that hopefully those players will take the lessons they've learned, uh, the pressure they've been under at test level, coming from back from behind, have to win a game on Saturday, that that will rub off on Saturday. Um, you know, it's something that I've experienced where, where, they have, where, where they're under heavy pressure. That you can't buy, you have to experience that first. And, uh, but, you know, it, it also put responsibility on you. Um, I always say to the players, you know, it's easy to become a super rapid player. It's easy to become a springbok if the things fall in place for you and you play well and the team play well, but you play consistency, that consistently at that level because you know that everybody's going to challenge you now. Even if you go play the Griffins now, that guy's going to measure him against you and what standard are you going to play? Akamans warned his team to expect anything from the Sharks, who are desperate for the win in order to stay in contention for a Super Rugby playoff berth. Akamans says the Sharks have quality players across their team. Yeah, it's going to be a spectacular game, you know. I think there's quality all over that side. Good front row, good loose forwards, uh, locks, uh, young and exciting locks, and then obviously the backs, uh, there's quality at the backs as well. So, uh, I believe they're going to, have, going to have a strategy and we're going to have a strategy and the guys is going to obviously stick to that and, and, and play it the best, we'll, we'll, we'll get the result. But, um, you know, we just want to focus on, on where we left off before the, before the break. We would just want to carry on at that standard. Um, how much we're going to get there, time will tell because of the, of the break. But... Um, we can't underestimate the Sharks because they can, they, can, they can beat any side. They've got the quality in their side, uh, the number of experienced players they've got there. And, uh, and therefore, you know, uh, we must expect anything. We must expect that they can run. We must expect that they can uh, play a kicking tactical game. And, and we must adapt to that. SAFM Sports Rap.
Well, this coming weekend, we will have Super Rugby for you once again on SAFM Sports Special. That's about it for SAFM Sports Wrap tonight. Just a quick golf update for you uh, from the European Tour. It is uh, the French Open, and it's the 100th French Open today as well. Uh, still being led by Lucas Berriard. Uh, he has a one-stroke advantage over three players tied on four under. Thomas uh, Peters, Bernd Visberger, and Tongjai JD all shot 67s today. Uh, looking down the leaderboard from a South African point of view, Brandon Stone still the leading South African. He's on two under. He is three off the pace. And uh, Trevor Fisher Jr. is playing this weekend as well. He shot an opening round uh, level past 71. So did Justin Walters. Uh, Yaku van Sale still out on the course. Uh, he's also level with one to play. And just looking at uh, the Wimbledon scores, Andy Murray still out on court. Uh, he is a set-up 6-3-5-2 in the second set. So he is on track uh, to advance through to the third round. But as you heard a little bit earlier on from Chris Bauer, still slightly behind schedule. But the big news from Wimbledon is that Gabriel Muguruza, the second seed, uh, has been knocked out in a huge, huge loss there. Uh, she was the runner-up last year, the reigning French Open champion. She is gone. That's it for SAFM Sports Trap. We'll have more sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon on PM Live and then Sport Trap tomorrow at 6.30. Coming up on the other side of your news, it is the talk shop with Naledi Maleo. From myself, Brad Brown, and my producer, Siobhan Chetty, thanks for listening. Right now, it is 7 o'clock and time for your news.